decisions are the driving force for success or failure in business. That's it. Decisions. You as a business owner are the ultimate decision maker. And I'm going to talk to you about something very, very important today in today's episode about making decisions and how to go about making the right decision, even if it's inconvenient. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I'm super excited to share this with you. And the episode starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's up, guys? I want to talk about decision making today as a business owner. And if you or a business owner, if I had to narrow down your job description, if you say that you're a business owner, you are also the ultimate decision maker. That's it. You make decisions every day for your employees, for your workers, for your team, and the buck stops with you. That's the that's the biggest transition that you had to make from employee to business owner. You could pass on the liability to somebody else as an employee and say they'll deal with it as business owners it's up to us. Buck stops there. So it's about decision making. And I'll give you an example of, you know, some of the toughest decision making I've had to make. Really, it was letting go of people in my business that no longer align with the values that we have, I would say, leveled up to. And I don't say that in a sense that, you know, we did it purposely. It was just as we grew, our company got better. The standard that we were expected to meet or exceed was higher. And the individuals that helped me start the company or were with me early on did not align with those standards. And I have a responsibility to the marketplace to ensure that I'm delivering on promises. You know, that is growth of a business. And I think the right employees, the right workers recognize that and grow with the business. And yes, that does come with more money, more raises, more responsibility. So for me, I had to decide, you know, do I make the tough decision to let this person go for the betterment of the company, which serves much more people, including the customers, including my family and the family of those that are with me that did decide that they want to step up to the plate, step up to the challenge, okay, align with the standard of premium painting or, okay, do I keep them and you and and essentially set a bad example to the rest of the team that this behavior is okay? Tough decision, right? And every time a tough decision has crossed my plate, okay, the weekend's usually rough. You know, I'm going back and forth with it with my wife. You know, I'm 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 war gaming it in my head. Sometimes I do pro and con lists. I mean, this is really tough, especially when you're making the tough decision to let people go in your business. That's probably the toughest decision that you're going to have to make, but it's necessary. 
and I know for a fact, 100%, that there are some of you out there that have individuals in your business that are no longer serving the vision, okay? They're just taking up space, but maybe you're not confident in your ability to let them go. Maybe you're too close with them in terms of friendship. Whatever it is, is it is inhibiting your growth. Let them go, okay? Let them go. Tough decision, right? There's also many other decisions that we need to make in our business. And I think that if you are an owner operator and you're also in production, something kind of interesting could happen. And I want to read you this little bit, this little quote I came up with just, you know, after a run, I was pumped up, man. I'm thinking, man, you know, business owners are all about decisions, but I would say this, you know, the decisions that you make have to come from a business owner perspective. They can't come from an employee perspective. That's really important. So I was like, you know, when you make decisions in your business, are you making them as an employee or are you making them as a business owner? And obviously that really doesn't have much to do with what I told you in terms of the story about letting people go who no longer serve you. That's just the example of like the ultimate decision. But in terms of processes, in terms of values, in terms of inconvenience, in terms of these things, are you making them as a business owner or are you making them as an employee? Because some of us, even though we own a business, every day we fulfill two roles. Some days we act as an employee. Some days we act as a business owner. Some days we're in the brush. Some days we have the hammer in our hand. Some days we're working in production. And then some days we take on the role as a business owner. Okay. When you're flirting with both of those roles throughout the day, your decision making becomes hazy. And you can't allow that to happen. So when you make a decision to implement a new process, when you make a decision to implement a new standard, when you make a decision to implement a new system, are you making it from the perspective of the employee or are you making it from the perspective of a business owner? This is the problem that I see a lot of people run into is that although they know that they need a new system, although they know they need a new process, although they know they need a new standard, the fact of the matter is because they're actually the ones performing the work, if they made it as an employee, it would be inconvenient. They see it as, oh, I'm not doing that. I can't fulfill that because I'm an employee. But you're just assuming the role of an employee. You're a business owner. So unfortunately, it's going to be a little inconvenient for an employee to have to implement those new systems, those new processes, those new standards. But for a business owner, it's not inconvenient. It's actually very beneficial. And we need to make decisions as business owners, not employees. It's very important. So let me give you an example. Okay. I'm going to use the example of my end of job checklist that I do. Okay. If I were someone who was actively painting my jobs and I said, you know what, it would be pretty beneficial to have a checklist here after the job is done to make sure paint is labeled, to make sure the hose is put back, to make sure all the windows were caulked, to make sure all these things were done. And if I'm in the job every day, I might say, you know what? I don't need to do that. I don't feel like doing that. That's just another thing I have to worry about. Okay. But uh oh, I'm also a business owner. So the business owner in me would say, wait a minute, you need to have that checklist done so I can keep checks and balances in place. Right. So the business owner is saying that needs to be done. 
the employee is saying, that's just another thing I have to do. Big difference. And I think that the problem is, is that we wait until we become this business owner that's independent of production to start implementing these things. And if you wait until that point, well, guess what? It'll never get done because you need those things in place to get to that point. <laughs> so my suggestion to you, because I and, and I know that there's some of you that listen to this that are way above the curve. You got multi-million dollar companies. You're not in this position, but I have to talk to my guys who are in this position because it's such a tough position to be in when you're essentially playing two roles at once. It's kind of like trying to be the principal and then being a teacher. The principal is going to you know, implement rules about how teachers are supposed to act. But if the principal is also a teacher, guess what? He's going to compromise on those things because he also has to be a, a principal. So he doesn't have the energy, the time, or the willpower. Do you see? And then if you have employees, they're going to see you compromise on your own rules, which by default, I guess I would say that it lowers your credibility. And in the future, when you try to implement things, they're going to have that reference of you compromising on your, your own standards. So, I mean, this could get messy. And it's really just about identifying that if you own a business and you are assuming more than the role of being a business owner, which is essentially an investor, essentially somebody that is independent of sales, marketing, and production. I'm on the way. I'm almost independent of marketing, even though I outsource it. I'm not doing sales anymore, and I'm not doing production. Okay? So I can actively tell my supervisor to implement a new system, a new strategy, a new plan, a new standard, and I'm not doing it with the idea of this is going to be inconvenient for me to implement it myself. I'm doing it from the perspective of a business owner, as in this is for the best interest of the business. They have to do this, okay? Making decisions. So it's really important for you to just see that there's two different dynamics here. And a lot of us are still in that business owner slash producer role. Again, my thing is this, when you want something to be done in your business Always think of yourself as the business owner, not the employee, because it can get hazy. You know, you find yourself in the in the production, you're 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 sweaty, you're covered in paint, you know, you're tired, whatever the case may be. Okay. But remember, as a business owner, you still have to make sure that systems, processes, and standards are being implemented. Okay. And yes, if you're in the production, it's gonna be twice as hard to not only make sure that you implement them you know, even though you're the one who wants them to be done as the business owner. Okay. But your team is seeing you implement them. When I was in the production. Okay. Even though I was the business owner, I acted as if I was an employee of that business owner and was following the instructions and the rules that that business owner put in place. Cause I know that I was just temporarily filling a role in production that I was going to replace myself with. Do you see? So ultimately, I was a placeholder. I was just stepping in, okay? Sometimes you might go to Chick-fil-A or you might go to Chipotle. I don't know what you do, but sometimes you see, quote-unquote, the manager stepping in on the line, you know, just filling bowls with chicken. He only does it for a minute or two until his team catches up and then he gets out, okay? And he might 
make a rule or make a, a decision or a standard about how the line is supposed to work. Okay. He might say, you know what, guys, I want everyone to smile. Every time somebody says the word chicken, everybody looks up and smiles at them. Okay. Just a, just a funny example here. Okay. But if he went in there and made the decision, you know, let's say he was, he was actively on the line. He might say as a business owner, I'm not doing that. I don't have time to look up and smile. I got to think about this. I got to think about this. I got to think about this. That's inconvenient for me, you know, but as a business owner or a manager standing behind the line, it's easy for him to say, Hey, I want everybody, every time someone says the word chicken to smile. Okay. But again, if he were also a line cook, he would say, I don't have time to do that. Or that's not important right now. I have so many other things to do. It's inconvenient for me. Okay. To do such a weird task. But although the manager behind says, you know, for the betterment of the business, that would make people happy. That would make people feel valued. That would make the, the customer satisfaction go higher if that were implemented. Okay. So as a business owner slash manager standing behind the line, watching his team, that's a good thing to do. He's looking at it as a, a must. We must make that happen. Okay. But as somebody on the line who is also a business owner or manager, he's thinking of it as that's not important or that's not something that we need to do right now. And then by default, the other team members to his left and to his right see that he's not doing it. So why would they buy into it? I really hope that analogy helped. <laughs> um, and I just came up with that off the fly, but I really hope it helped because that's essentially what's occurring in your business. Please put in an example of something that you want implemented as a business owner, but when you jump into the job, it gets compromised because it's inconvenient for you to implement that standard, okay, to implement that process or that system because it's inconvenient to you personally because you're assuming the role of somebody else. Now, going back to my example, the manager that pops in on the line, okay, if he just pops in for a minute, he can act in that role and perform that responsibility and, and just because he knows he's just jumping in. Okay. So he's jumping in. Oh, somebody said chicken. He's going to look up and smile because everyone else is doing it. And he's going to look up and smile. He's just acting in that role for a brief amount of time. Then he pops back out of the line and then continues to do his management responsibilities of overseeing people smiling when they say chicken. Okay. So again, I hope that was helpful, but it's really, really, really important. And I'm going to say it again, just so um, I can hammer this topic, this point into you. When you make decisions in your business, are you making them as an employee? Are you on the line making in decisions of whether or not it's convenient, whether or not it's worth it, whether or not it's important, okay, because you're assuming the role of an employee in your own business, or are you making them as a business owner? And here's the reality of the situation. If there's something in your business that needs to be done, okay, you have got to come across as a business owner when you make the decision and we can get deep. That comes with firing. Again, if you, I got I'm sorry, I have to, I have to extend this a little bit. Okay. If you're acting in the role of an employee and you have a team of three and when you're an employee, you're goofing around on the job with the guys, you're, 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 you're having fun and you're, you're becoming friends and, and you're, and you're compromising that, you know, that, that business owner employee barrier that is very important, okay, 
when you see that one of these guys that you were just chopping it up with, um, you know, is, is smoking a cigarette, you know, in, in somebody's garage or doing something that he shouldn't be doing. Okay. Are you making the decision to reprimand him as a employee or as a business owner? Or maybe it's something worse where you know that you got to make a decision to let that person go, but you're coming at that decision uh, from an employee's perspective as opposed to a business owner perspective. Is it better for the whole or is it convenient for now? This is such a deep topic, guys. One more time. When you make a decision in your business, are you making it as an employee are you making it as a business owner? So that's what I got for you today. Make all your decisions in your business as a business owner, okay? Wide view, eagle eye. You got to see it from above, okay? And uh, that's what we're aiming towards. So thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo and get your team involved and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.